Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com mobile studios aboard Carnival Vista. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. A very special episode today. Yeah, we're on board Carnival Vista in the Mediterranean. We just embarked in Barcelona and all I have to say is, wow, the ship is awesome. With me right now is Chris Owen from ChrisCruises.com. What's up, Chris? Uh, not much. How you doing, Doug? What about a great ship? How about this Carnival Vista? I want to tell, ask you, Chris, because uh, we've been following this for about, about a year and a half now from uh, when we first saw it in New York City last January. What were your uh, first impressions when you boarded the ship? Well, you know, they, they made a big thing uh, when they announced the ship about it was going to connect with the ocean more, and the, the, the shape, the spaces from the inside would roll out onto the decks. But it was hard to imagine it, really, and it seemed more like a, a marketing ploy. But they really, what the product that came out and what we're experiencing is really true. They have everything, including the, the candy store, opens out onto the outer yeah. decks. So you could walk around the outside of the ship and pick and choose like that where you want to go. Or you can get in with all the life of the ship, which varies from uh, concert violinists in the atrium to uh, people learning how to line dance uh, just a few steps away. We were talking just a few minutes ago. You were telling me that you were walking through the ship from bow to stern, and there was literally something for everybody. I was on the way to a press conference, and I walked by the main atrium where the Dreamscape is. And, and, and that it's a beautiful space, and that LED lighting all over, they can make any mood they want to. And at that particular time, they had these three wonderful violinists playing this fabulous classical music that just filled the space with this wonderful music. Then I walked a few doors down and walked with the uh, Red, Frog Rum, Red Frog Pub, and they were playing a game of quarters with beers, <laughs> and everybody was hooping and hollering, having a great time in their way. And then I continued on down to the Ocean Plaza, and they were making, they were having da- line dance lessons there for people. I shouldn't say line dance, some kind of organized dance lesson <laughs> where everyone was learning the same kind of thing. I could tell you which step it was. I, I don't know. You didn't but, join. No, but they okay. were they were having a hell of a time. That's yeah. all that really counts. And 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 then I went to the press conference. So I thought, you know, maybe it is possible to be everything to everybody. I I don't know. I thought it was a better idea to specialize. Yeah. But they've just really got the whole. It's it's it works because they know so much about the whole fun thing with that capital F. This is Carnival's biggest ship to date. It's 133,500 tons, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, not all that much bigger. Yeah, yeah, that. but it, it's still a bigger ship, and it has a lot. It has the uh, the first IMAX at sea, the movie theater. It has the Sky Ride, which is kind of a sky roller coaster. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the first brewery at sea, or the first North American brewery. I think yeah, like I Aida has one or something. But so much going on. But uh, before we actually get to this ship and all the cool things about Carnival Vista, Carnival Vista 2 is on the horizon for uh, 2018, so yeah, two years away, yeah. and we got to watch watch the launch of Vista 2 as she made her splash into the Mediterranean uh, at a shipyard in Naples, so we had a chance to catch up with Carnival Cruise Line's president, Christine Duffy, and here's what she had to say about the event at the shipyard. Here with Christine Duffy, president of Carnival Cruise Line at the shipyard in Italy, such a cool event. Tell us what happened today. So uh, this is unique to this shipyard. This is the very traditional way where they have built over the past nine months uh, the, the, the ship. And now she's been released into the water and she will be taken to Marghera over the next um, week to 10 days where she will meet uh, the other half. 
Nice. Well, let's switch gears and talk about Carnival Vista. We've been on here for the past few days. We have another few days left to go. How does Carnival Vista differ from the other ships in the fleet? I think Carnival Vista really represents the next generation for our Carnival Cruise Line. As you can see from the moment you step onto the ship, we've really changed up a lot of things in terms of look and feel. We've kept or enhanced a lot of the traditional features that we have on other Carnival ships, and we've added a number of new things as well. Well, in closing here, since we're at the shipyard, is there anything you could tell us about Vista 2? Not right now, other than to say Vista 2 will be just as fabulous as her uh, older sister and that we are planning for some surprises uh, for Vista 2, which I can't share today, but we'll certainly be back in touch. Thank you so much for being here, Christine. Thank you. Well, Chris, as Christine just told us, Carnival Vista 2 is going to be amazing. Not revealing a lot about it, and we don't know the name of it yet, but uh, looking forward to that. But let's get back to the ship at hand, which is Carnival Vista, which we're on right now. Yeah. And the public spaces on this ship, so you were talking a few minutes ago about the Dreamscape. Mm -hmm. And so the Dreamscape is, uh, I'm going to try to describe it the best I can, and you can correct me. You walk, you board the ship. And you board the ship into an atrium, but it's not a typical carnival atrium. Right. There's no more glass elevators. No. There's no more 12-story atriums. Uh -huh. It's three or four stories. Right. And it's a th like a, a centerpiece in the atrium, and it's a, a HD projection. What, what was you, how would you say it? Well stop, well, stop for just a second and think about it. It went from being an eight-story high atrium to a four-story high atrium, which everyone else is doing. And you thought, and, and you thought, why in the world did Carnival not think of that before now to close up those upper floors and sell cabins there? I mean, it just makes sense. It would be so much easier to to, to budget and 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 have have more of, of different categories. There'd be more balcony categories too. And I noticed that when you first walk into the ship, it's a it's a conversation ship. You there's a lot of areas in the atrium and spread throughout the ship that you can actually sit down and have a conversation, and you're not yelling at someone across the room because I don't know if you paid attention to this, but uh, on board there's chairs and that they all face each other. Does that make sense? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, they're they're, it's, 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 a, it's a popular trend in luxury ships, too, is to, to form groupings where people will feel comfortable sitting and talking and conversing and mm -hmm. about whatever it is they did during the day or what they're going to do the, at night, decide where to go to dinner, meet for dinner, meet before for dinner, perhaps at a bar or at some one of those groupings of, of tables. It's a real popular concept that seems to make sense. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a win for uh, passengers. Um, the, it kind of depends how they're furnished. If, if, if uh, the most important thing is comfort, I think they got that nailed. I think yeah. they're all doing a good job with that. And, and, and Vista is uh, kind of a, almost a first in that area for Carnival though. One of the big things I realized too is uh, I'm not a big fan of smoking and you know how the casino, you can always smoke in the casino, oh, yeah. but there is on, so the casino's on deck four. Yeah. But it's like a see-through deck four and five, but there's a glass cylinder. Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah, where you can look, you can look down into the casino, yeah. but the smoke there's like a smoke barrier there, which is awesome. So we'll talk about the casino right there, which is on deck four, a fairly decent-sized casino. But you go up one deck, that's deck five, yeah. uh, just after the atrium, and you have the piano bar, the library bar, bonsai sushi, Fahrenheit five five five, the alchemy bar, and you're looking down into the casino, which it's kind of a pretty decent concept, pretty cool concept actually. Because I have to say, the other carnival ships, you could smell smoke and it reeks of smoke in the main atrium. But I couldn't really tell it as much on this ship. Well, you can't. And see, that's the neat thing is if you go from the main atrium and turn in the other direction, it looks like a second atrium. Because mm -hmm. it's another one of those LED dreamscape things coming up out of the floor. But it's, like you say, it wrapped, it wrapped in, in, in glass. And right down below that is the casino bar.
and that's where everybody's sitting around the bar smoking cigarettes. They're not even playing. They're just sitting there smoking. It's right. an indoor smoking area. Mm-hmm. And, and, and most cruise ships have said, no, no smoking inside their ship at all. None for anybody. And and uh, except maybe the casinos, and then some of them don't have casinos that you don't can't even smoke there, or they want to, or they want to. I've been on both sides of this fence. Yeah. And the the worst thing that you can do is have either one have those two groups of people meet. Mm-hmm. You don't ever want them to meet because they don't air like each other. Let's switch gears here and talk about the staterooms on the ship because you have the normal staterooms. You have the inside staterooms, the ocean view staterooms, the balcony staterooms, and the suites. But taking it a step further, you have the Havana suites, and you also have the family harbor staterooms, which I thought the family harbor suites, a pretty unique concept. Do you want to talk about that? Absolutely. I think it's a great idea for people that want to do something special for um, the target, a great target person to buy this would be the person that would like to do a Disney cruise but can't quite afford it mm-hmm. because Disney cruises are 30 to 40% more expensive or more or, or better depending on the itinerary than a carnival cruise to, that goes to the same places or similar places but you get the Disney element of the family focus well they have that in Family Harbor they have the split bathroom where, the, where there's a toilet and a, and, a, and a shower and a bathtub and a, and a sink and, and uh, it, it's much more efficient at processing the family of four or five that stay in those accommodations. But on Carnival Vista, they got it split where you could have uh, everybody as a suite or they have nice roomy inside cabins or they have uh, ocean view cabins that are quads with bunk beds and they, and they look very nice too. I wouldn't have thought of that, but it, it works really well. But that it's by the family harbor is great because that's open for breakfast for the family. They get snacks throughout the day. They get cookies before bedtime. They have their own soft-serve ice cream machine there just for them, and, and it's just for the people in that area. Go there, and there's, a, there's like a common area where people can hang out and watch TV, play games, stuff like that, inside the ship. I think for families looking for a little bit more added security, it's a perfect place to go. Well, yeah, and you, and it's... By way less price than Disney. Yeah, it's either like a, an armband or a, a key access only yeah. into this area. So it's really... I actually got to hang out the other day for a little while uh, when they did a little cabin it's tour. It's not that much more. No. It, it, the prices are not much more. It's, yeah. it's just a little more. It's not... It's like, a, oh, that you get that, all that for that? Yeah, it's a good deal. And it's, it's, it makes sense... Because Carnival carries over seven hundred thousand kids a year, so it makes sense to have that little that little self confined area. But look who it is—you never know who will wander into the Cruise Radio Mobile Studios here. Senior Cruise Director John Heald, how you doing, man? Thank you very much. What are your thoughts on Carnival Vista? This is your your second sailing on here. What do you think of her? Is she a departure from the other ships? Give us your thoughts. Yeah, she's definitely a new design. She's definitely new. She's. Um, as we've said, I think in, in other uh, interviews, we've taken the best of what we've put on the, the, the Carnival Breeze and some from the Carnival Sunshine and put it on here. But we have, you know, we have a whole new group of people in the office uh, who uh, at senior levels who have new and fresh ideas. And I think uh, a lot of those ideas you're seeing right here. I think she's stunningly beautiful, simplistic in many ways in her design. So many things make absolute sense. And um, I have quite a few favorite things that uh, when people say what's the best in the fleet i'm a lot of that my answers are going to be based here awesome uh, what can guests expect in way of new areas i mean we're standing in one right now kind of because it's the library bar and it's a little bigger than your other ships yeah we've given a lot of real estate i i, I walked in here the other day and i i wondered when in on the next ship, Vista 2, or whether we're in, uh, you know, the, the ones after that, whether in the industry there's even a place for a place with books because wherever you walk now, people have their own 
electric readers. So we've given a big um, K- Kendall's, Kenny's. Yeah, I can never remember the name of it. What's it called? I, uh, Kindle. I travel a lot and I, I can't use those no. because I, I need books. They, they cur- I'm in front of a computer all day long. Yeah. I can't. What about no, you? What are you? No, I'm a, bu- I'm a book person. I'm studying geometry at the moment. So right. I have a big book on geometry and I can't do that on uh, – on a Kindle, but no, this is a wonderful place. It's very quiet, which is why we're doing the interview here. Uh, we have books, we have a bar, we have a full size bar. Plus, we have the six, uh, six or seven, um, eight, is it? Thank you, uh, of self service bottles from Duckhorn to all the other the marquee brands. So, if you just want to read, you want a glass of wine, you can come in and uh, and do it here. But also, other areas too. I mean, Cherry on Top is also an ice cream parlor now. Yeah, that's an ice cream parlor. Um, it's uh, full of uh, everything sweet and uh, with um, my favorite thing on the ship, which is it has one. And um, and that's the outdoor areas. I, I always was one of the per- – when I was a cruise director to say to people, I know we've got this, this, this to do, yeah. this to do, but at least once go outside, stand by the railing, listen to the sound of the sea. And now you can do that. And you can eat there. You can eat outside the Red Frog Pub, Cherry on Top, at the Fahrenheit 555 Steakhouse, the Bonsai. And I think uh, as we see the weather warm up here in the Med and certainly once we get down into the Caribbean that you're going to see uh, far more people uh, eating with Al Fresco. He's a lovely man. Family Harbor State Rooms here on Carnival Vista. It's a, it's a nice area for the families. Talk to us about that. And what's the areas like? So the, these new state rooms on Deck 2 are truly fun. And it actually says the word fun. Uh, we've got the, the, the cushions and the pillows in uh, in the, the flags, you know, the seminar flags. And uh, you, it spells the word fun. And that's what it is because it's got a separate area. You can draw the curtain so uh, the kids can have their own TV in a separate area. And, I, you know, mum and dad can read their geometry books at night and uh, also this family harbour concierge room which everybody's now calling the fun room which is perfect because that's exactly what it is you know they've got they serve breakfast down there exclusively you've got to have your key to get in uh, exclusively for family harbour guests you've got uh, an area that serves um, uh, snacks during the day milk and cookies at night for the kids there's tvs there's computer games and the piece de la resistance as the swedish would say a 24-hour ice cream machine just for the people staying in those cabins what, what deck is that on i'm not telling you i haven't found it yet deck two, deck deck two? two? Deck okay two off. yeah entrances on both sides of the ship i guess a 35 year old single guy shouldn't be down there in the family area anyway so stick, stick the cherry on top yeah. okay good <laughs> the havana retreat i spent a lot of time in the havana bar this cruise and walking out there out back just aft of it there is a pool two hot tubs there's also Havana cabins, I understand, on the ship, which I haven't seen yet, but I'll see later on in the cruise. What are your thoughts on these? So the Havana cabins are uh, uh, the hot property. Uh, a lot of people are trying to book them. They're, they're sold out for many cruises. Um, during the day, they have uh, private access to the aft deck on deck five with those infinity views at the back of the ship. Um, there are There's a pool. There are two hot tubs. There is a concierge bar service, full rum bar. There's all sorts of treats served. The rooms themselves are completely completely different in the decor the colors everything is branded so your bathrobe your towel uh, everything has havana cabins written on them and um some of them have these these patios which are just stunning mm-hmm. so you get a, an oversized um, lounge chair you get the the big uh, sitting chair and a swing chair which um we will move away very quickly from because you're smiling it's a chair that you sw- it moves backwards and forwards and uh it's it's pure luxury it really is so to have that and then just just steps away your own private little slice of uh, of paradise your own sanctuary away from everything 
is what we're giving those guests exclusively uh, in the Havana cabins. I'm just picturing a guest having too much to drink and then waking up and some stranger being in their swing chair or hammock or whatever. Well, well actually now, we, we, yeah, uh, I, I guess waking up and finding somebody in your swing chair is not the best, but we actually now are limiting access uh, to the center. So now guests who are not, because after six o'clock we open up right. the, the back deck and they're actually going to be entering only through the, through the bar area, not through the sides. Uh, I've taken enough of your time this evening, John, but uh, what is like one of your f- most favorite thing on board Carnival Vista? Like you can't go on Vista without doing this. What would it be? I think there are three things. I think uh, we have to talk about the Sky Ride. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's free, I think, first of all, it's no additional charge. I think that is immense because it is something that will be everlasting. And And don't think you have to be some incredible cyclist to do it you just i mean i i've done it i've done it four or five times and it it, the views are extraordinary the feeling is just one of total freedom you don't have to pedal way around and it's no you're not looking for you to break a record enjoy the views and um i would say the sky ride is one if you're young at heart you have to try the collider slide which changes colors as you whoosh down it and uh, I'll just go back very quickly to um, to what I said earlier, the outdoor areas, even here in the library bar. Go outside. If you're going to read, if you're going to have a cocktail, if you're going to eat, if you're going to whisper I love you, if you're going to read a book about geometry, do it outside. Yeah. You know, the it, we don't spend enough time as humans these days outside. Everything is in. And on the Carnival Vista, we want to give you exactly what it says on the side of the ship, Vista, the views, and that's what we've got here. Hanging out with John Heald Sr., well, you know, I, I don't know why you have to concentrate on the word senior. I think you're being ageist. And, uh, you know, they do say that verbal insult is worse than physical pain, but you will find they are wrong when I assault you with your own microphone. Brand ambassador for Carnival Cruise Line. How, you like that better? Much better. Thanks for being here, buddy. A pleasure as always, mate. Congratulations on the show. For more on Carnival Vista, head to cruiseradio.net slash vista. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network. We're hanging out with Colin. He's the brewmaster here aboard Carnival Vista. Colin, welcome to the show, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So uh, how did this partnership between you and Carnival Cruise Line first come about? 
So I saw a job posting on probrewer.com okay. for a uh, travel the world and brew some beer. And so I sent in an application. I was uh, had a technical interview with John Carpenter from Concrete Beach Brewing, who was doing some consulting to get Carnival up and up and brewing and uh, had a couple rounds of interviews and they offered me the job. So the listeners listening right now may think this sounds really echoey, but we're not actually in the pub right now. Where, where, what is this room? Where, are we in the brewery itself right now? So this is our fermentation cellar. So all the fermentation and beer finishing takes place right here. We've been tasting the beer, uh, tasting a lot of the beer over the past week. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, the tabletop beers, uh, the samples we did the first night we were here. The beer taste and the beer you're brewing is, uh, I guess I can say it's very approachable. Um, it's very smooth, and there's no bitter aftertaste for any of them. I'm not a really big beer person. Um, how do you decide what you're going to brew on board? So we started with these three flagship beers, the uh, Thirsty Frog Caribbean Wheat, Thirsty Frog, Port Hoppin IPA, and Frisky Frog Java Stout. And we were brewing them to definitely to be approachable. So our Java Stout is even five, that's 5% alcohol. Our IPA is around six. And with the IPA, we're focusing more on aroma than sheer bitterness. So it's, it's bitter, but we're, we're looking for a smooth bitterness and a really good citrusy aroma. Gotcha. What are the challenges of a brewery on board? Because you're used to like the Budweiser Brewery in Jacksonville, Florida, when you're taking a tour of this brewery on land with something thousand times bigger than this. But you have the liquid in these vats and the ships swaying back and forth. Does it present any kind of challenges? Well, I did have a guest the other day tell me that this brewery tour was the least walking they've ever done on a brewery <laughs> tour. Because it's a small space. But logistically... Well, logistically is the biggest challenge. The actual brewing, it's the same science. It's the same process. You know, there's a couple tweaks we make in the process to facilitate working on the ship. But for the most part, the hardest thing is just getting what we need in order to brew. Uh, Quickly walk us through the brewing process. Yeah, we start down on deck zero. We have uh, grain storage and mill room. So we mill malted barley down there. We bring it up here, mix it with hot water in a mash. That converts the starch to sugar. Then we take that, separate the liquid out from the grain, and uh, boil the liquid, add hops, send it over here into the cellar. That's where the fermentation takes place. We add yeast. We control the temperature. The yeast ferments the sugar into alcohol and carbon dioxide. Gotcha. And how long is that process? About two weeks. So the beer we are drinking right now was brewed uh, earlier this month, pretty much? Yeah, the, the beer we're drinking right now was brewed on the inaugural cruise. The uh, inaugural cruise, they were drinking beer that was brewed in the shipyard. So we're, we're you know, getting everything up and rolling. Nice. Um, you're the brewmaster. For people who are playing it safe and just sticking, coming on a cruise and just sticking to Miller Lite, Bud Light, Budweiser, domestic beers, any advice for them? Ah, give it a try. You know, the stuff we're making is, like, like we said earlier, definitely approachable and full-flavored. So we're hoping to be able to um, appeal to the craft beer drinkers and some of those borderline craft beer drinkers. Now, I know Carnival, uh, on Carnival Vista, you give brewery tours. Uh, during the tours, as you said, it's a very, very short or small tour because everything's in the Red Frog Pub. What do those tours consist of? The tour's about an hour. We taste through... Uh, our Thirsty Frog Red, which is uh, Carnival's fleet-wide flagship beer. So that's brewed for us. It's not brewed right here. Brewed for us. We taste through that and our other three beers. And we talk through the brewing process. We take a little walk around, look at the equipment. Um, and I do a lot of question and answer. Nice. Uh, final question here, man. Uh, Vista 2 uh, coming out in 2018. We know there's going to be a brewery on board. 
Is there anything you can maybe hint around to us? Yeah, Vista 2 is pretty exciting. Definitely going to have a brewery. Might be a little different concept, and I might be working on some beer recipes on board here that we'll use in the future. All right, as we say in radio, we have to stay tuned. We're talking to Colin. He's the brewmaster on board at Carnival Vista. Thanks for your time, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot. This is Cruise Radio. So we're here with Lynn and Seal Selden. Uh, we've been sailing together for the past 10 nights on Carnival Vista. So first off, guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I want to talk about the dining aboard Carnival Vista with you guys because um, we've been eating together a lot over the past 10 days and eating a lot together, I think we should say. So let's just start with uh, Seal. What is your favorite dining venue on board the ship? Funny that you should ask. We were just talking about it earlier today. I had a great meal at Bonsai Sushi. I just love it. It's light. It's easy food. It's fun to kind of sit at the the sushi bar and watch them prepare it for me. And just had a great meal there. My favorite. I I like Bonsai Sushi. I went there. Uh, I am curious if they're going to start taking reservations there at some point. Because the night we were all there, uh, y'all were at the bar. We were actually at tables. And they got swamped. They were in the weeds big time. So I'll be curious to see if uh, the place turns out to be a lot more popular than they thought it was going to be and start taking reservations. Uh, What about you, Lynn? What do you think? What is your most favorite dining venue on Carnival Vista? Definitely the Seafood Shack. I think it's a, just a great concept, and we eat a ton of seafood. We live on the coast of North Carolina, and it's just been fantastic to go there. The lobster roll, the lobster BLT, crab cake sliders, I could go on and on. How many lobster rolls did you have this cruise? I can't admit that. So I did 10 lobster rolls. I know. It's like, I'm like, I have this like, lobster roll Guy Fieri addiction now. Actually, the lobster rolls have replaced my Guy Fieri addiction. I only had one guy's burger joint burger this whole cruise. Normally, I get like 10 of them. One lobster BLT and 10 lobster rolls. So good. Yes. Fresh, uh, like you were saying. And I, I'm down in, um, on the east coast of Florida. So we have fresh, you know, there's fresh shrimp and all that stuff there too. So uh, really, really good there as well. Also, the, uh, one thing I do like about Carnival, is they've stuck to the same price point over the years, is the Red Frog pub food. Just being $3.33 for the sliders, the conch salad, the coconut shrimp, everything, a great value there. And speaking of the pub, we just did a pub tour, which is fairly new to Carnival Vista, brand new to Carnival Vista, the Red Frog Pub and Brewery, right? What did y'all think of the tour? Definitely a great tour. We've done a lot of them. You know, North Carolina has a lot of interesting breweries like around the Asheville area and, and throughout the state and the region. And we've done a lot of brewery tours. And this was really unique. Obviously, we've never done one at sea. So uh, it was it was great. Uh, Colin, the brewmaster, did a great job on the tour. We tasted through the four beers that they currently have on board. And three of them are actually brewed right on the ship. So it's fantastic. I mean, that's got to be one of the best jobs at sea. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I mean, who wouldn't want that job? And honestly, it was one of the, I'm not a huge beer fan, but it was yeah. one of the best wheat beers I've ever had. I could, I could drink that all night. Yeah. You could also get food, uh, which is new as well, at the Havana Bar. You can buy like or get ceviche and uh, empanadas, if I'm saying that pronounced correctly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And different little uh, Cuban-type uh, dishes there. But the main dining rooms, you have the Reflection Dining Room and the Horizon Dining Room. The Horizon Dining Room is in the back of the ship. That's for the – what is that for? Is it the- Your Time Dining. They call it YTD. YTD. So the two-story dining room in the back is for your time dining, and then the, was it a single-story dining room in the front? Yes, Reflections is a single-story. We ate in Reflections, and I thought it was a really lovely venue, but I really wish we'd had a chance to eat in the back dining room. It really seemed to me to be a departure on the kind of typical dining room architecture, and it looked like they had kind of interesting spaces that they'd carved out. It wasn't one big massive room. Next time on board, I definitely want to eat in that dining room. 
Same with me. I, I, that that space is really interesting, and I think they've done a great job with it. They did add a bar to that dining room, and I think they always thought that people that were waiting for a table would go there and have a drink, but it hasn't really flowed that way. So I understand that on the the, the sister ship, what we're calling the Vista Sista, uh, they are evaluating that space and may do something different with it, including just adding more tables so that people that are dining on their own, they can get in there quicker. I didn't realize the Your Time Dining was so popular. Like I, you know, go back five years, it was 6.15 and 8.15. That was the, in the popular one was 8.15 and not a lot of people were doing Your Time Dining, but it amazes me how they have one dedicated two-story dining room just for Your Time Dining. I think it's two-thirds of this particular sailing wow. are on uh, YTD. So it's it's definitely more popular uh, with, I think, a, a more contemporary sailing crowd uh, who don't want to be locked into that early or late seating. And back what you were saying, Seal, about the, the layout of the dining room. And just there's, to me, I was in there doing some video the other day, and I noticed a lot of, I, I was calling them like nooks and crannies because, yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of booth spaces and also a little, lot of little rooms, like kind of like, you know, not basically you're not just walking into a main dining room and there's just a ton of tables. You'll find kind of tables off the beaten path. I think that's really nice because most of the dining rooms on most ships are just these cavernous kind of spaces, just chock full of tables. This really looked like dining areas and you could have some privacy and you could have a little group and it didn't seem quite as, I don't know, big and spacious. It was a little bit more intimate. And I think that the the cruise ship dining rooms could really benefit from something like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, before y'all go here, I want to ask you, uh, what do you think is the most understated or underpromoted venue on this cruise ship? Uh, actually, we're sitting in it. Uh, for me, it's the library bar. We've been here a fair amount. I love libraries, and this this library bar is fantastic. Lots of books, obviously, but they actually have a working bar every night. And then what I love is they have basically wines on draft. And you, you basically do your own pours, uh, small, medium, and, and large, and just charge it to your room. And you get to try some wines that you might not normally try because they have some you know, more expensive wines, so you can just take a taste for 4 or $5 or whatever. This isn't your normal city library here, which I like, because you, you walk into it, you, know, you, have, you have a full-service bar here. The guy's selling anything you want back here. You, you walk into a bar in downtown Jacksonville, you're not going to find this at all. What about you, uh, Seal? What do you think is the most understated venue on the ship? Oh, dear. I was going to say the library bar too. Let's think. I think that one of the most understated spaces was the seafood shack that Lynn mentioned earlier. I mean, it was just, we've been up there several times and had great meals. You got beautiful views of whatever city you're in. You're sitting outside, nice breeze, and you're eating delicious lobster rolls. I mean, how yeah. awesome is that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm going to let y'all hop here, but y'all are doing an excursion tonight. Is it like a, a dinner in Athens? Is that what it is? It is. It's a Zorba the Greek dinner, and uh, we're going to a traditional uh, Greek restaurant in the Plaka area of Athens. And I think it's going to be traditional Greek food. They're going to have Greek dancing. I'm really hopeful we're going to break some plates. And uh, then we, they're going to bring us back by the Acropolis at night. And we've never oh, seen nice. it lit up at night. So we're really excited about that. So we're looking forward to it. Awesome. Lynn, Seal, God bless y'all. Thanks for being on the show. I, it's always great seeing y'all. Great to see you, too. We'll miss you. Great to sail with you. Take care. Cruise director on board is Matt Mitchum. He, great guy. He's been uh, he's been a, just a tremendous host this whole cruise, and he joins us right now. Matt, welcome to the show. So, dude, what are your first impressions of Carnival Vista? Amazing. One word sums it up. Um, so many new features, uh, an amazing crew here on board so far. Very, very happy guests. I like all the outdoor dining, uh, these amazing dreamscapes we've got. It looks fresh. It's new. Last time we talked to you, you were cruise director on Carnival Breeze. What separates Carnival Vista from the last ship you were on? 
as I mentioned, man, it's, it's all the new features, man. I like that you can dine outside. We have two promenades on this ship. Uh, the casino located in a different area. Um, the Havana bar is absolutely fantastic. Probably the main thing is the new shows, the playlist shows that we have on board uh, with live music back in the shows makes a difference, man. Awesome. Uh, what are some must-dos for Carnival Vista? Uh, come and give me a hug. That, that's that's the number one. That's my mother actually phoning right now to say you owe me a hug. Come to the shows. That's that's the number one. The captain's elegant night on the first night uh, in the atrium. It's elegant. You get to meet the master of the vessel. Um, go out, explore these amazing ports of call. If you get a chance to join us in the Med as well, they're the must to do, man. Carnival Vista is a very multi-generational ship from 8 months to 80. There's something for everybody. Can you just touch briefly on the kids program? Uh, we have uh, an award-winning youth program here on board, a brand new Camp Ocean with the Sharks Club, uh, the Stingray Club here on board, plus some great new things like new game shows that we've got, Hasbro, which has been around. But one that I'm rolling out tonight is called Lights, Camera, Interaction, uh, a great family event as well. Nice, nice. Uh, outdoor areas, Sports Square, you have the Sky Ride, the Ropes Course. For the folks listening at home, uh, paint the picture of what the Sky Ride actually is. The Sky Ride is, if you, have adren- if you like adrenaline, I- I've only been on one time. I have a, I have a condition. I'm a diagnosed wuss, um, so I don't go on it too much. But it literally takes you along. The, the views from it, the time I did go, once I took my head out of my lap, were phenomenal. You are going down the side of the vessel uh, on this sky ride. You can have uh, a race up there with your loved one up there as well. They've got an amazing sky course. It's just a great, it's a great experience. Matt, I know you're a very busy man. Uh, good talking to you. Good catching up. And we'll see you in Miami, I guess. All right. Make sure you come sail. We will be back in Miami. Please come and sail. I will see you all there. So my final thoughts would be on Carnival Vista is that this ship is one. This is a technology ship. You have the facial recognition and the photo in the Pixels photo gallery. Very digital ship. What else is there? The Hub app. I really enjoyed that. You could uh, check your balance, check, look at your photos, and all that right there on Carnival's Hub app. And it's free to use as long as you download the app before you get on the ship. There was one other thing I was going to touch on those, the price of those uh, cheap internet packages that yes. this for the starting for the social media tell them about that yeah so uh the five dollars per day for the social plan the value plan was like 16 dollars per day and then the premium plan was 25 dollars a day but if you buy it for the whole cruise it's actually reduced a little bit so that's a a, a good price there uh, if you want to find out more about carnival vista just head to cruiseradio.net slash vista also chris has some coverage at chriscruises.com all about carnival vista there as well we'll also link to that in the show notes. Broadcasting aboard Carnival Vista in the Mediterranean, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer, if you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.
For more on Carnival Vista, head to cruiseradio.net slash vista.